Kelly Lawyer is a graduate student in the Department of Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures. In this podcast, Lawyer discusses directions she plans to take with her education, an upcoming trip to Rome, and her love of Latin. My name is Kelly Lawyer, and I am getting a master's degree in classics. So where did you get your undergraduate degree? I got my undergraduate degree at Christendom College, which is a private liberal arts school in Front Royal, Virginia. So it's about an hour and 15 minutes west of Washington, D.C. Okay. And then what did you get it in? So I have two undergraduate degrees, one in classics and early Christian studies and one in history. Okay. So how did you decide to major in classics? I thought for a long time I was going to be a large animal veterinarian. Mm-hmm. And then in high school I started taking Latin, and I liked it. I did I did it mostly for future medical field work. And sense. then there was this kid named Alex, and he needed tutoring. His mom approached me, and I said I had never, never tutored anyone before, but I would give it a try. And so I tutored him, and watching him go from failing in his class and really discouraged to passing to being the best student in his class and just really getting it, mm-hmm. it was such a rewarding feeling for me that I knew that teaching was an area where I wanted to go. So I enjoyed Latin, and I enjoyed history, too, and so in a lot of areas, I'm able to put the two together. You're from Virginia, so how did you end up here at UK? I wanted to come to the University of Kentucky as my top choice because the classics department here, their master's program, has a spoken Latin institute. And people tend to view Latin as a dead language, and it is in the sense that it's not really spoken anywhere except for the Vatican and a news channel in Finland that gives its news in Latin. People want to treat the way you teach Latin in a totally different way, and something that I had learned as an undergraduate student and through summer programs that UK actually puts on is that treating Latin like any other language is so much more beneficial and you learn it so much better. You're able to read better and just your understanding of of syntax and and just everything is, is better. It's more complete. And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to come to UK is to be a part of that and to be a part of that program. So that's why I came here six hours from anyone that I know so that's a good good reason I would say um so had you ever spoken Latin before you came here I they the professors at the University of Kentucky uh specifically Dr. Minkova and Dr. Tunberg host they call them conventicula every summer one in Dickinson College in Carlisle Pennsylvania and the other one here at UK and so I had done two of them previously, and then I had some professors, uh, some were graduates from here as an undergrad, and some were not, but were familiar with the programs here, and it was something that they wanted to do. So they would have sessions um, as an undergrad over lunch or after classes where we would work on spoken Latin and where that would be the focus. So it's something where I was exposed to. I was definitely not as exposed as I am here, where we have classes where Everything is in Latin. The papers are in Latin. The conversation is in Latin. The questions are in Latin. The discussion, every every element is in Latin. So definitely not to that extreme, but I had definitely been exposed to it and knew that, and that was the reason that I knew that that's what I wanted to do. That's, this is where I wanted to be and where I wanted to learn. Okay. 
So coming from a background, you said you started learning in high school that didn't speak Latin. What was the biggest challenge for you whenever you tried to learn how to speak it? I think the biggest challenge is for people to, for me, is to be willing to make mistakes. I'm a perfectionist, and so wanting to just try it and put it out there and maybe make a mistake, it's the challenge, but you just have to kind of get over it because everyone makes mistakes and it's like if you're learning any language, it's like when you're a little kid, you know, we don't remember that because we were little, right? We don't remember not getting English quite right, but we interact with little kids and we hear the way they say things and, you know, you, you know, oh, no, that's not quite right. And so I think you learn over time and once you get over that, then, then I think it really, it really helps you. But I will say that, um, yes, where I was in high school, they didn't have spoken Latin per se, but they did have elements of it. There wasn't necessarily conversational Latin out loud, but uh, questions on the test, for example, a lot of them were in Latin, and you'd answer in Latin and and things like that. So there were, were the beginnings of it, and you can see it. And now here, it's sort of the completion of that, how to really do that totally. Okay, so it really blossomed. Here exactly, college, right? exactly. Um, so within the program, what are some of your favorite things about the program? What I love about the program here is we have professors who are some of the best in their fields, and they're so great about giving time and direction to help us in different areas of studies. But also, the great thing about UK that's also unique to their classics department is they don't just focus on the quote-unquote classics. They don't just focus on Virgil's Aeneid and Homer's Iliad. We do have those courses. But we also focus on Neo-Latin, which is, you know, post-Renaissance Latin. So things like Utopia by Thomas More. And it's a whole plethora of other material that people haven't really read, they haven't looked at, that's super fascinating. And people sort of forget that Latin was really, really important and utilized much later. It didn't die with the Romans. So I think that's one of the other very unique and cool things about UK is that you don't just have to stick to this very brief golden age, quote unquote, of Latin, but that it continued much later. And so I think that it gives everyone who comes here a more well-roundedness and exposure to things that they can then expose their students to if they go on to teach or that they can investigate themselves. So you're approaching the end of your master's degree, and so what are your plans after you graduate? Specifically, we've heard that you're going to go on this great summer trip, so could you talk about that? Sure. Well, right after graduation, I'm going back to Virginia and marry my sister off, and then in the middle of June, I have the opportunity to study for six weeks with the classical summer school at the American Academy in Rome. I was awarded a scholarship to go, and so I'm very, very excited. The course that I'm taking is a six-week course designed to just take you through the the history and the art and the architecture and the archaeology of ancient Rome and just kind of give you an idea of how this city changed and evolved over time, things that were added, things that were taken away, and and just sort of give you a really good overview. And as someone who's always wanted to go to Rome and never has been able to until this point, it's going to be really good to be able to just get a really, really thorough view of the city and, and uh, get to dive into more history and art. Art history is, a, is another interest of mine and just sort of bring everything together. So I'm very excited. It's going to be an action-packed 
six weeks. It is. It's going to be a very action-packed six weeks. People are asking me, are you going to go to other places? And I don't really think I'll do much outside traveling. There's just so much to see in Rome as Rome itself that I think I'll just probably just take the advantage of just being there for six weeks and then hopefully down the line have opportunities to go other places. But for now, just enjoy the eternal city. So further into the future, after your trip, what are your career plans? Well, my career plans are not set in stone firmly yet, but I sort of have two interests. I really enjoy, obviously, teaching Latin and history, and that's definitely a possibility that's on the table. Uh, The other option that's potentially becoming open for me is um, academic advising and working with college students in sort of the residence life aspect. So I enjoy both things. I have been given opportunities to do both, and now it's just sort of deciding But teaching Latin, if it's not in my immediate future, will definitely be down the line for sure. But I I think teaching is is what I'm supposed to do and what capacity we'll see. But that's definitely in the future for me. Okay, great. So why do you want to be a Latin teacher? I think I want to be a Latin teacher because Latin has opened so many doors for me as far as historical texts and literature And it just deepens your understanding of these things, and I think it's so, so important. You don't have the hindrance of not having an English translation of something. You can just pick something up, and you can read it. Yes, maybe difficult. It may take you a while, but yes, you can. Also, it makes learning any other language, in my experience, at least romance-based languages like French, Spanish, Italian, so much easier. It gives you a great foundation, and it also improves students' foundations in English. You know, so many Latin teachers spend time teaching English because maybe students, you know, aren't taught English well or they just don't have a really good foundation. And so I think it's so beneficial to anyone who wants to go on and continue to study, not just in college, but even in high school, to just get that solid foundation. And it gives you just a great basis for all of those things. And there's such a rich history of everything that goes with it and just opens up your understanding. So I love to use Latin as a gateway to other things, other languages, other cultures, other texts, other stories. And that's particularly true with a lot of the Neo-Latin works and Neo-Latin novels like Utopia. It's texts that maybe no one's ever really looked at before. And you can read these stories and these novels and they're fantastic, but no one, they're not really translated into English or they're not translated into English well. And so you're missing out Mm -hmm. in the richness that they have to offer, which is just as great as other English pieces of literature, or maybe even better in some cases. I want to give students the opportunity to go through that door and make those discoveries for themselves. Mm-hmm. And see what the connections might take them. Later. Exactly. See, and see, and you know, I'm not saying that every student is meant to be a Latin teacher or meant to be a scholar or meant to study classics. No, that's not true. But I think the principles and the discipline and understanding that it takes to learn Latin are things that they can take with them into other disciplines and things that they will use, tools that they will use later. Okay. So what are you most excited about for your future? I think as much as I've loved school and it's been a part of my life and sort of a nonstop bit of my life, I think I'm excited to be able to have more freedom in the sense of time to be able to read other things, read kind of what I want at my pace and at my leisure. So I'm definitely excited about that. And I'm excited of to put what I've learned the last two years here at UK, six years if you want to count everything 
higher education wise to practice and being able to use these tools and just impart them to someone else. I'm not saying I'll never go back to school again. A PhD would be awesome, but for now, I think I'm finished and I'm ready to sort of take a break from just the studying and apply it more in my later life. Thank you to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures for making this podcast possible.